Welcome to Reflections from WT, the heart and soul of the Texas Panhandle. My name is Randy Ray. I'm the Director of Broadcast Engineering here on the WT campus. And today, like always, I am joined by the 11th President of West Texas A&M, Dr. Walter Windler. Thanks, Randy. Good to be here. It is Looking good to be here. To it. This is a special podcast for us. Yes, sir. It really is. We are not coming from our normal studio on the campus of WT. We are in Pampa, Texas. We are sitting in do they call it the Rotunda? They do. They call it the Rotunda here at Pampa High School, and we have some special guests with us today. To my immediate left is Dr. Tanya Larkin. Hi. And she is uh, the superintendent for the entire school system here in Pampa, and uh, it's an honor to have you here. Thank you. We're honored to have you here. WT has a special place in our heart, and we're thrilled to have an alumni and this opportunity for our kids. Yeah. So tell me, I want to start. Uh, Dr. Larkin, why why does WT have a special place in your heart? Well, I am uh, an alumni of WT myself. I went to school there for my bachelor's degree. I majored in English and communications to become a, a teacher. I received a, a master's degree in communications, a master's degree in educational administration. And uh, it has been a, a bedrock foundation of my career my profession and um, many of my professional values came from my work and learning at WT. How long have you been here as in, in the school system in Pampa? I've been in education for 27 years, but I've spent the last 23 leading, learning, and serving uh, here in Pampa. I started as a teacher here at Pampa High School in uh, 98 and worked my way through learning different jobs as a curriculum coordinator and elementary principal at Wilson Elementary. Uh, high school principal, curriculum associate superintendent, and then I've been superintendent for the last six years. You've done pretty much all of it, haven't you? Well, <laughs> I've had the opportunity to get a full systems perspective, <laughs> pre-K through 12. That's the kind of boss that people want, though. Well, Someone has been in the trenches with them. Well, thank you. It has served me well, and I've learned a lot of what not to do along the way, but mostly I had great people lifting me up and, and guiding me. Well, one of the reasons that Dr. Wendler and I wanted to come to Pampa is one of the things that Dr. Wendler is pretty passionate about is leadership especially in our small communities. Dr. Wendler, would you speak to that a little bit? I will. Um, about 20% of the Texans live in rural communities. I'm not sure Pampa is even a rural community, but it's a small community. Uh, and this is an important part of the population. Um, these communities produce the food and the fuel and the fiber that uh, makes Texas work. And I think that they deserve the very best uh, in educational opportunity from pre-kindergarten through high school and indeed uh, with universities. And WT proudly serves uh, these smaller communities uh, that often get overlooked for major metropolitan areas, the big cities, Houston and Dallas and Fort Worth and San Antonio and so on. Those are all great places. Don't hear me saying anything else. But the fact of the matter is, Pampa's a great place too. And Miami and Booker and Wellington. These are great places, great communities that people love. And the fact of the matter is, we want to be known as a university that caters to those communities and their interests and needs. And the fact of the matter is to be able to do that, it's a little bit like uh, Dr. Larkin's uh, experience. We have to know what the people are in all these various places. So that's why I like to come out here. And that's what my commitment is as the president of West Texas A&M University. Dr. Larkin, let me ask you, what, what exactly does a superintendent do? <laughs> well, it, it's different every day. Uh, but really, I think um, for the most part, my job is to 
um, create opportunities, uh, create vision, communicate that vision to all of the people in the community and the school district, and inspire people to want to be uh, their best selves through an educational system. So you have you are over in charge of supervise over three thousand students, and you have over five hundred employees. What's the biggest challenge you face every day? You know, I wake up every day and uh, my husband teases me and he says, are you going to suit up and play today? Um, <laughs> and I do. I suit up every day and uh, I, I, I say a prayer to, to do the, the right things for the right reasons in the right way. And that's not always easy. Um, and so that's the most challenging, but also the most Dr. rewarding. Winter, I've heard day. you say some of the same things. Yeah, very similar in many ways. Uh, and uh, as a matter of fact, Dr. Lark and I was just talking about this, <clears throat> and I think this is good, uh, good thinking for all of us that are gathered here, and that is to find your purpose and stay focused on that purpose. And there are so many distractions that will try to pull you from your purpose. They don't set out that way, but they can. And the important thing is to stay focused. And I know Dr. Larkin stays focused on the well-being of each of you as students in Pampa ISD. I try my best to stay focused on the needs of students at West Texas A&M University. And like Dr. Larkin, I have a challenge every day. Uh, and I've been at this a long time, 45 years. And I said to myself not long ago, as a matter of fact, it was just a little over a year ago, uh, I've experienced about everything you can experience in a university. And then came COVID-19, <laughs> which I had no idea about. And I know Dr. Larkin shares some of those same things. There's something new every day. And I like the idea of suiting up. I get up in the morning, I say my prayers, I get ready for the day, and I want to go to work ready to be suited up and to do a good job in service to others. Well, as you both know, the last couple of years have been a bit of a challenge. Aside from that, what, is, what are the normal challenges that we face in education in society today? Well, I think we're probably both going to say a lot of things, but I think... Um, you know, society is always evolving, and I think your communities and the institutions that are working within those communities, there's a dichotomy. You are a reflection of your community, but you're also a beacon of hope for a better community in the future. And so I think some of the things that we are challenged with is um, some of it's logistically, like financial uh, support um, to make sure that we have uh, all the resources we need to build the systems to serve the people we serve. Um, I think finding, you know, quality people to work in our organizations is something that we're blessed to do in the Panhandle. I think we have uh, wonderful people grounded in good, strong values. Um, but finding those people who want to serve in a school setting is, is challenging uh, in public schools. And I'm, I'm sure at the university level as well. Yes, it is. It is. And, uh, and I, you're right. I agree with everything that you've said in terms of uh, kind of day-to-day uh, issues and and uh, challenges. And people think the greatest challenge is money. We need more money all the time. And it's important to be sure. But I live by a simple principle. Some people think if you have good um, resources, that good ideas will follow. I don't think that way. I think if you have good ideas, the resources, the money to support those ideas will will follow the good ideas. I actually believe that. So I try to focus on that, uh, even in times of shortage. And in many communities across the panhandle, 
there are uh, financial uh, challenges. People don't have enough money to do all the things they'd like to do. And I think it's very important that we, rec that we recognize that the most important thing is our creativity and our inventiveness in solving problems. That's what's critical. And again, I'll say it again, staying focused on mission. And that's hard for uh, someone in Wilson Elementary School. It's hard for a high school student. It's hard for a school superintendent. It's hard for a university president. It's hard for Randy Ray and Johnny Story, Kai. It's hard for all of us. Stay focused on what's right. And you learn what's right. You learn it from your families and community leaders of various kinds in places of worship. You learn to stay focused. And I think that's the most important thing. Stay focused. I think it's important to keep strong people around you to help you stay focused as well. And those are the people who do the generation of the ideas and, and the solution seeking. Um, I think that's part of what we're trying to do here is educate our kids to know how to have those skills moving forward. I agree with you. As a matter of fact, Tanya, just recently, I was, somebody asked me, how are, how are my senior staff, the vice presidents and so on that I work with on a day-to-day -day basis? I've never been had a group as gifted as these people are in helping move the organization forward and contributing their ideas and so on. Very important. Absolutely critical. Uh, just recently, I... Uh, I wrote a, a reflection on uh, leadership and the university's job to teach leadership. And I would say Pampa ISD and especially Pampa High School, as, as uh, children's, children, children become adults through the school system, to teach leadership skills and understand the value of leadership in a free society. Um, we need to know how to follow. We also need to know how to lead. And I think it's exceedingly important. And we have a fundamental responsibility to teach that because as Dr. Larkin says, that makes our communities stronger. And strong families, strong communities, a strong state, a strong nation, all of those things are glued together. They're absolutely glued together. And you can't have one without the other, up and down uh, what I call the leadership ladder. It's exceedingly important. So, Tanya, I concur with you. Thank you. I do want to just add that when we're talking about leadership, it's, it's at leading where you're at, leading from where you are. It's these students in front of us that are in our student news network. It's our student ambassadors that are here. They have signed up to do more and go above and beyond. And that's the first step of being a leader and serving. Um, and I meet with many of these kids, uh, and so does uh, Ms. Williamson. And they, we, we talk about the traits and characteristics of, of being a leader. It's not just something you hope for. It's something you work for and constantly reflect on and learn how to do. And I'm proud that these kids are here uh, today wanting to learn and have so many great models around them. And, and uh, I will also just add, um, behind us uh, on the wall are pictures of people who have been very successful in many walks of life. Uh, and they learned the skills to be successful right here at Pam in Pampa ISD and at Pampa High School. And little by little, and many of those people, I know Randy Ray would have never thought that he would be on the, have his picture on this wall. Uh, it's something that happens over time. And it's the attitudes and the values and the principles of living that he learned. And it came from his family. It came from 
his membership at First Baptist Church. I mean, it comes from all of these different things. They all contribute to this concept of leadership. And, um, you know, I think it's a remarkable thing uh, to see that blossom. And I think it's very good that Pampa ISD recognizes uh, these people and the work that they've undertaken to become uh, good leaders. I'm enjoying our conversation and uh, I am enjoying talking about leadership. We're going to take a break. And then when we come back, I want to introduce everyone to a young man that I think is a future leader, not only at Pampa High School, but also at West Texas A&M. We'll be back in 30 seconds. West Texas A&M University is proud to call the Texas Panhandle home, and providing the top 26 counties with opportunity and qualified graduates is an important WT mission. From their first experience on campus to graduation day, the WT experience is a challenging series of steps that will embolden our students to reach their full potential, and then, in turn, go out into the Panhandle and make a difference. Quality education with a big local return is one thing you can find here at WT. For more information about West Texas A&M University, visit our website at WTAMU.com. Welcome back to part two of Reflections from WT, the heart and the soul of the Texas Panhandle. Uh, Today I'm joined by Dr. Tanya Larkin, who's the superintendent of Pampa Independent School District, Dr. Walter Windler, who's the president of West Texas A&M, and I have another special guest I want to introduce to you, Mr. Kai Parnell. Kai, welcome. Glad to be here. So you and I have emailed back and forth a few times. Absolutely. And um, that's because you are kind of considering going to West Texas A&M. Are you a senior? Yes, I'm a senior. I I want, from a senior perspective, I want you to tell us how you pick a college. Well, it wasn't that difficult to me. I mean, like right before you're supposed to start considering colleges, I was filming a video for the Pampa Hall of Fame. And it just so happened this kind of special guy who does something for some college that I never heard of was getting inducted into the Pampa Hall of Fame. And it just so happened that he was doing exactly what I wanted to do. And when I went and talked to him, he was like, come down and take a look at our facilities and see if you like it. So it kind of came a little bit easier to me than probably other students. So... I don't really have. Dr. Windler, do you see how, I, how I'm out recruiting? Do you oh, see that? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I see all that. Yeah. So, Kai, what, you, you're around other seniors. Are, are, are you guys, how much time do you spend thinking about where am I going to go to college? And is it something that freaks you out a little bit? For most, I think so. I definitely have some friends who had to think a lot harder than I did about where they were going. It's, it's a pretty hard decision. You're not just thrown into it like you are Pampa High School or Pampa Junior High, you know. It's not as required, so it's a little bit more of a choice, and there's a lot of choices out there. So it's definitely, I'd say, maybe 50% of the time in your second semester what you think about. So Dr. Larkin, Dr. Wendler, I want to ask you both, how does a student choose the right university? Well, from from my perspective, I think it's important that we've helped them discover who they are, what they're about, what their passions are, what they value. And then they do their best to research and find a university that that will complement that and support that, but also take them to that next level of challenge. Dr. Winley, you've talked about this before. I, I, I like your perspective on it. Well, I think uh, a very important thing to do, like Kai has done, is uh, study think study about the schools and look at what has the the uh, opportunities that fit your interest to look for that fit. I visited 132 high schools, all but two, 
in the top 46 counties of Texas, the Panhandle and also the South Plains. There were two schools I didn't get to, but I got to all the rest, public and private. And in every school, I learned something about how people see universities by doing this, by talking with people. And um, what Kai has done, which is start to think about what he wants to do and see where that fit might be. That fit is incredibly important. And I, I think that's the very wisest thing to do. Visit the campus. I got lucky. I started school at a community college in New York. I played a little hockey there, club hockey, and it really was club hockey. We tried to club each other to death with the sticks. <laughs> it was rough. Um, and I, when I was coming to the conclusion of these studies, you know, I, was, I thought about being an architect. That's what I wanted to do. And uh, I transferred to Texas A&M. I had never been to Texas. As a matter of fact, I had never been west of New Jersey. And if you look at the map, uh, that is pretty far east, but that's where I lived. And I'd never been out of that. And I got off the bus in College Station, Texas, and I said to myself, Lord, what have I done? Uh, <laughs> because it was a strange place, and I was a stranger in a strange land, but I fell in love with it, and I was lucky. But I would say investigate very carefully the places you want to go. And I didn't investigate Texas A&M, but I didn't have the resources to just fly there and look and come home again. Um, my family couldn't do that. So I, I read what I could read and I studied as best I could. There wasn't even any internet. All you guys are with laptops and pads and all that. We had none of that. I could ask you to Google Texas A&M right now and you'd find out all kinds of information. I had to write and ask for a brochure and then they sent it. I'd get it a week later uh, and so on and so forth. But Kai is doing the right thing. Think about it carefully. Think about what your dreams and aspirations are. I use the word aspirations a lot when I think about college. And I think people should have a set of aspirations. Not mine, yours. You need to think about what they are and make it fit for yourself. Again, have a plan that works for you, one person. Okay. What do you want to do when you graduate from college? Not from high school. What do you want to do when you graduate from college? That's a tougher question. Um, <laughs> I don't know. There's a lot. Something in the video world is all I know. I mean, contract videography has been thrown around. Wedding videography is a big one. Working for a company somewhere is a big one for me. Somewhere in that field. I just want to stay with my roots, like what I, what I know that I love to do so that I don't have to dread the rest of my life doing something I don't want to do. So Dr. Winler, Dr. Larkin, Kai is getting ready to go to college. What is the one bit of advice each one of you would give him? I'll start. I'll start. I'm okay, going to give you. Go I'm going to start. See, I, I've known Kai his whole life, so I probably know too much. <laughs> maybe. Maybe so. <laughs> Kai, I want to tell you something that I tell my students. When you go to college, don't get behind. <laughs> Stay on top of things. It, there are so many things that's pulling you, and they're cool things. You know, there's... There's organizations, there's fraternities, there's events going on. There's a lot of things that pull you away from your studies. And I'm speaking from experience. Don't get behind. Stay on top of things. That's my bit of advice. Well, mine is on that same vein, but I was going to say, um, you know, keep focused on your goals. Um, and that guys in that same thing about getting distracted, which falls into not getting behind, but also mm -hmm. Kai, you said you had you want to stay in your roots and do something that you know you love. But I challenge you to hold on to those roots, but be ready for what you don't even know you don't know yet. And uh, be willing to um, experience new things, but stay focused on the right things. 
Dr. Windler? Those are great. Both of those are great pieces of advice. Mine is much more practically uh, oriented. I say, don't borrow too much money. A lot of people, <laughs> a lot of people graduate from college and owe too much money. Be very careful about getting into debt. Um, you may think, well, if I get the degree, everything will be worth it. Sometimes yes, sometimes no. And uh, I'm willing to be very honest about that because I see people struggling uh, with over-indebtedness. Find a way to go low. Just go low. Go low. There go you. low. Yeah. Well, normally at this part of the podcast, I'm throwing a curveball question, but I'm not going to do that this time. We're going to do something special today. Dr. Larkin, we have a room full of young people. Would you introduce them to us? I would be honored to. In front of you today is our first ever uh, cohort of Student News Network students who have been uh, interviewed, they've applied, they've gone through a grueling process to be selected to uh, share the news and share the story of their campuses and our community. And uh, we're thrilled to have them here and and we're excited for what they do for our school district, but also how they represent us in the larger panhandle and in the state. Well, I agree. We are honored that you guys are here. And we're going to help ask you to help us on our podcast. If you would help me and Dr. Windler, we're going to get you guys to help us say go Buffs so that all the students back at WT can hear what you have to say too, okay? All right. On the count of three, I want to hear go Buffs, okay? Everybody ready? One. Two, three. Go All right. Nice job. All right. That's going to about wrap up this edition of Reflections from WT, the heart and the soul of the Texas Panhandle. Thank you for joining us. We will see you again next time.